uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you for all the people that's listening and chiming in. You didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. So I appreciate you doing that. Hopefully that way, if we can learn how to agree to disagree, and we can live like people. When I make the hard topics, I say the hard things, I make the thing itch scratch. So if your itch is not scratching, and you're scratching on the itch, maybe you need to look yourself in the mirror. So I'm not here for no drama. I'm not here for no nothing. Just to learn, 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 and edify. This is from learning situations only. So I'm not here to get anybody's hairs up. So, again, thank you. And hopefully we can agree to disagree. Even here in this very meeting, 
when actually there's endless evidence of Israel having killed over 500 babies in the last 48 hours alone, having dropped more bombs in 24 hours than the U.S. dropped on Afghanistan in one year. And finally, let it be known that condemning the attack as the actions of some fringe group misses the point of what's going on. The attacks were carried out by a broad coalition of groups from every section of Palestinian society, not just Hamas. That coalition represents a people determined to attain freedom at any cost, and they have arrived at this point in the face of a broad coalition of right-wing Zionists and their supporters like those in the city council who would start a meeting with a prayer calling for their attempt at freedom, a second holocaust where I'm so silent you could hear a rat piss on cotton when innocent, peaceful Palestinians are annihilated day in and day out like the Native Americans of this country. If it were another time, these same people would be condemning Africans for rebelling against their slave masters during slavery, such as Nat Turner or in the Haitian Revolution. Thank you. They're animals, they're savages. All they understand is violence. We have to bomb them, bomb them. We have to spend $14 billion murdering their children and their women. That's what the monsters on TV say. And then, oh, but we're worried about young people don't want to kill enough civilians. Young people don't want to murder enough civilians. And Nikki Haley's concerned about it. Warhawk neocon monster. And by the way, right wing, you want to... America first, you want to spend $14 billion to get us into another war? We could have that for health care for our kids, education for our kids, higher wages. But all you want to do is you want to send it to Israel to kill more Palestinian children? Are you insane? And I bet you a lot of the right wing say, no, I don't want it. I don't want it. It hasn't passed the Senate yet. It should never pass the Senate. I don't want my dollars going to murder Palestinians. I don't want it. Okay, so now... Let's talk back back to Gaza. So Israel says, "Oh, just it's okay. Oh, we're just we're just moving the citizens. We're just doing mass deportations and ethnic cleansing. It's no big deal. We're just moving them to the south." And now they're bombing the hell out of the south. Is there any human beings left in Washington D.C.? You monsters! You're going to send them 14 billion dollars of our money? Say, so, "Oh yeah, relocate everybody from the north." Classic genocide. Genocide 101. And now we're they're bombing the hell out of the people who moved to the South. And I'm supposed to pay for that? No, no way, man. I don't know what's, look, I'm trying as hard as I can to bring change here. You know what they did to the men? They went in, they grabbed the men, put them, brought them out in public, stripped them down to their underwear, and then started taking pictures of them. No charges, no reason to believe that any of those guys are terrorists. And now people are putting out on social media, that one's a doctor, that one's a teacher, that one's a businessman, etc., etc. This kind of daily humiliation, how much can people take of this? And then they say, you have to love Israel. Oh, they hate Israel. We have to murder them. We have to occupy them for 50 freaking years. Can you believe they hate Israel? Who Who could suffer this and then not hate Israel? What, are they supposed to love Israel? What kind of maniac, what kind of lunatic thinks, oh yeah, after we murder your family and we strip you down naked and take pictures of you and mock you, oh, then you're supposed to love me. Oh, you don't love me enough. That's it, I'm going to kill you again. No, we should send zero dollars to Israel. Zero. Zero. This is not an ally. I have just come back from uh, Israeli detention. Hi, my name is Ellen Hansen and I am a human rights activist from Gothenburg, Sweden. Seeing this with my own eyes, experiencing this firsthand, it just makes me more determined to show the world what Israel is doing. We were 12 peace activists on our boats, a small sailing vessel. 
So 37 nautical miles from Gaza, around 12 boats approached us. They took over our boats, they confiscated our passports and our personal belongings. They body searched us, they had a medical checkup and they separated us women from the men. We were then taken into the immigration center. We got security checks over and over again. We were body searched over and over again. And we were threatened to give our fingerprints and our optical scanning. And also they threatened us to sign this document where we agree to the fact that we have illegally entered Israel. I then told them that you have taken me here. I had no, absolutely no intention to go to Israel. I was on my way to Gaza. If you want to deport me anywhere, you should deport me to Gaza. We sat in prison for four days in total with a huge amount of different prison guards, managers, personnel that all lied to us, that all tried to manipulate us to um, sign these documents. And uh, most of the documents, there were documents all the time, most of the documents are in Hebrew. He handcuffed me and brought me very brutally to a bus that was waiting for us outside. We were flown against our will on the morning, early morning on the 8th and uh, arrived in Stockholm in the afternoon. There is no way to imagine how Palestinians experience their treatment by Israel. And that is why we have to use ourselves, we have to use our tools to change the world, to change how people see reality. We will continue sailing. Nothing is going to keep us back. Israeli occupation force can be ready because we will come again and again and again until the blockade is unconditionally lifted. Every time I try to make this video, it gets deleted. And I'm not even talking about posting this shit on the page. I'm saying just hit and record and this shit acting like it don't want to record what I'm saying. I'm at my wit's end. I'm at a breaking point. Today, I've reached it. I'm tired of all of this shit, right? Of what's going on. Because every day that I feel like I'm paralyzed and I feel like I'm scared. I'm really scared of what's going on. I'm a comedian and I feel stifled. I feel like I can't even post free Palestine because somebody's going to say that I'm anti-Semitic when I'm not anti-Semitic. I'm just a person trying to figure out why I'm seeing blowed up ass babies rolling in, in dust or whatever all over my timeline all the time. And I'm trying to figure out why do I keep seeing Jewish scholars and, and Jewish people who was raised Jewish went to birthright who's saying this is wrong. That's what I'm trying to figure out. And as a comedian, as a New York City comedian, most of the top places, a lot of Jewish people own those places. So there's a lot of fear within the comedic community because they don't want their livelihoods to be taken from them. But I'm sitting here trying to figure out if nobody is big, bad, and scary and own everything, I shouldn't be afraid to speak my truth. So nobody is big and bad. Nobody owns everything. So I'm able to speak my truth. That's what I'm doing right now. It's free Palestine. I'm tired of it. It's free Palestine. I'm tired of being scared.
I'm tired of being scared that everything I worked for since I was a little kid, every step that I took is about to be taken away from me for saying free innocent people who get killed. I'm tired of being scared. And I'm scared right now. But this ain't happening to me. It's happening to those people. And I don't know what's going to happen to us in the next year. And I'm really scared. But I think I'm more afraid if... What if I never said anything? Look. If you Jewish, I'm really sorry for everything that has happened to y'all. And what's going on. And I'm sorry that this day had to come. But all this overwhelming knowledge and seeing people, little babies, burnt to crisp, rolled up, uh completely dried up these bombs and seeing the death toll go up in every day I can't I can't do my art like I'm supposed to I can't sit here and pretend like this shit not happening it's curtains for that I can't and I mean no disrespect to nobody but what the fuck is going on and why is so many people so afraid just to ask what is going on when I can watch somebody like Juliana Margulies sit here and say that black people don't exist and that black people are lower than Jewish people. You want to know what? She's absolutely right. Because the problem that black people is having right now, I can't speak for all black people, but a lot of people of color is having right, right now is black people has always understood proximity to whiteness. I'm watching this and it looks like white people versus brown people. The optics of that is crazy. And then when you got a homeboy saying, oh, I'm going to do a whole racial genocide. Like my, my brain is in shambles right now. I'm confused. I'm sad and I'm scared every day. And I'm really interested to know how is everybody living a regular life right now because my life does not seem regular i feel like i'm walking around dead inside every day because things are getting worse and worse and what day is it gonna be that pulls the right trigger that war is gonna happen what what's gonna happen like i'm i'm so all tired of all this stuff of of being able my bad being able to take somebody's whole career away for just sitting here saying like what's going on and then the NFL got people kneeling y'all could have picked a different gesture that's what I'm just trying to you know think a lot of people confuse not because they stupid or they ignorant they ain't doing the work in the last two months, I think I have probably consumed over 5,000 videos of me going back seeing what is this, what is that, and now getting called stupid just because I'm not pro-Israel, afraid to lose my job because I feel bad for all this stuff is going on, but the overwhelming evidence shows that I am 
free Palestine. And I don't want to hear nothing about nothing, no terrorist group. Free Palestine. It's not about the terrorist group. That's clearly, that's clearly goes without saying. <coughs> but yeah, I can't live in fear no more. Whatever. If I ain't got a career, you know, I I make my own shit. I make my own shit. But I can't live like this. I can't, I can't live scared. I wasn't raised like that. So, um, yeah. See, y'all, the most high is so wonderful. The most high is so wonderful. What you talking about, Faye? What you talking about? What's so wonderful about that? What's so wonderful about what she done said? The wonderful thing I've been pointing out about black people who are in high status, job security. Fear that they'll lose their job security. You know what I'm saying? They can't they can't speak out because they want they want to be still in the limelight. And you heard somebody in the celebrity world tell you this. It's all about you can't talk about these Jewish people. Cause these Jewish people will knock your career down in a fast beat. And all y'all, and they, and, and, and y'all looking at it. Forget that. That's non-pigmentation man. He's still a non-pigmentation man. Don't, so don't even switch up the game, y'all. That's a Caucasian, a non-pigmentation man, a non-melanated man. Point blank. See, y'all want to, y'all want to say Jewish and try to separate them from the Caucasian man and what the Caucasian man did to my forefathers. No. They all, they was a part of our genocide too. And now, you got, you got all these black celebrities out there, most of them, over their careers, man. All about over their careers. Job security in my career. What she said, all the football players just kneel down. I already told you about the brothers on the football world, y'all. I ain't even gonna go there. I ain't gonna go there. I ain't even gonna go there. But you see that. They can't speak out. They're not their own man. See, when you're in that world, you're not your own man. And then when you come in the world like mine, it's all oppression. But the Bible says oppression make a wise man mad, but a gift destroys the heart. So is that true? You hear this sister right now talking, seeing how heavy she, her heart is. And she said her most regret is not to say what she said. And half of them, she probably passed the test, but the half of them out there in that land ain't. You know, it's man, I don't understand this, bro. 
I'm I'm watching this. I'm watching this stuff like I'm watching a movie, right? Now I'm checking out Africa and Africa mess. How Africa got all these people doing all this stuff, and I'm like, wow. See, I'm I, I'm a country boy, right? I ain't got nothing, you right? All I can do is just look and sit back, and and what I'm talking about, what I'm saying, ain't mounting nothing. All it is is dust and air, right? So I'm looking at all this stuff going on, analyzing like the rest of the world. But the difference between me and the rest of the world, I'm talking out loud with my hand on record. That's the only difference. I'm talking out loud with my hands on record. I don't understand that, fam. Revelation 3 and 9. Revelation 2 and 9, Titus 1, 14, 15. The Bible already told you who they were. History and archaeology tell you who they are. But y'all still riding on their back so cold. And now they say all the Jewish community, all the money, uh, they scared. And then they can go rent. They can go get the whole National Guard. And I don't understand. How is the National Guard going to one separate National Guard going to um, go find like they they private security? If any man, if any man rolling on wrong, Wrong must be wrong on you. Wrong must be done to you. I don't understand that. And then we come over here and listen to Israel and how they destroying and killing these people. But the Bible said it's going to happen for Gaza. Strike one strike for Gaza, another strike for Gaza. Because we sitting back in here, what goes around comes around. Regardless of all this stuff and genocide, they can. And I see they use that word genocide very loosely as well. See, the worst genocide in the world history is what the non-melanated man and a non-melanated woman did to my nation, a people. Not a, a, a couple of in a, a hundred thousand or a million people. They genocide of millions of people, of my people. And everybody talking about genocide, this is the word genocide, using that loosely. I'm offended by that too. And then so happened, the ones they talking about genocide, they had something to do in our genocide. Let's call it like it is. The truth got to come out. Wrong got to be the wrong got to be checked. 
This is the most high work. He already know what the deal is. He the one put set everything in order. He the one put the devil right there. Y'all, I understand. I understand. And all this right here is in in, in the whole continent of Africa. They gonna cut out some other land and talk about Israel, a separate state. But the whole continent of Africa, Africa, Africa is a full of black people, non-melanated people, and they got non-melanated people destroying their world on that side. And then, make it so bad, I don't even understand. This is what I don't understand, y'all. It wasn't nobody in this whole world when, when the Caucasian man and the Caucasian woman put a heavy genocide work on my, my people for 400 years. Ain't no world screamed out. Ain't no world is. Ain't no world that, right? The slaughter, the murder. Y'all ain't even know the history of it. What, 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 what going on right there? What y'all talking about? It's pancakes. Put a little syrup on it. It's pancakes. The one we been on. It's pancakes with tacks and nails in it. So don't get it twisted with the genocide. Tell you, bro. And then, this whole world, this whole world, this whole world See how these people is committing uh, another genocide on another nation of people. And they sit back and order going through lobbyists making all this. They didn't do all that lobbying when they start shooting and killing them people. And I'm hearing them on there. Well, we went up there. They ain't want to. What? Is how many, how many nations in this world? How many nations of people is in this world? I know it's more than 50. So, let's say we got 50 nations in this world. So, all 50 nations gonna sit back and do nothing? Say nothing? Allow this to happen? Instead of come knocking on their door and start working on them? Hey, we already told you what's going to do. So when we get ready to do this, it's over. But they got that. What scare them is, they got that nuclear. See, they, see, we already know the ropes on them. So, oh, you got nuclear, right? So we're going to do something about your nuclear. Nigga, you ain't gonna live good and have me in poverty. So if I can't live good, the Bible says in 2nd Exodus, an eye for an eye, a two for a two, a foot for a foot, a teeth for a teeth, a toe for a toe, an ankle for an ankle, a kneecap for a kneecap, a life for a life. 
That's what the Bible says. So they don't want to go on the moral laws that what you're supposed to be doing is with your brother. So Israel committed war on the world. That's what I'm looking at. Y'all allow Britain, France, Israel, United States to bully every nation in this world. I'm looking at this. Now, if I'm not, if I'm wrong, I can come back and apologize. It ain't no, ain't no shame of me oh, coming out the hey, yo, hey man, my bad, y'all fam. I misspoke on this. Why I misspoke on it? Because I said this, 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 and the, the information came out, and you can look at this, 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 and this, and this, and this, and this, and this, and that, and this is why I changed the way I said this, and this, and that. That's cut though. Ain't no, ain't no shame, my gang. But right is right and wrong is wrong. The truth is the truth and the lie is a lie. And everybody want to sit up here and murmur the lie. Trying to sugarcoat the truth. Trying to dilute the, dilute the lie. Dilute the truth. Dilute everything. Nah, yeah, it is, but. No, it ain't, but. Yes, it could, but. All these little crafty counselors you got out here. And y'all fellas, y'all got to y'all got to get on here. Y'all got to get up on here, young fellas. Y'all got to know what's going on. Everything going against y'all, young fellas. But dang won't hear. Bible said the earth is given to the hands of the wicked. And these people. They say they are Jews, but do lie. Doesn't have any empathy for killing and destroying women and children. You see how the and then the United States of America had a nerve to start giving them weapons. To continue doing that. So they got blood on their hand too. See, that's what y'all, 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 they trying to dilute on y'all mind with that crafty council. So, common man and common woman. I want you to think about this. And I want you to think about it hard. And I want you to think about it strong. If I was getting ready to do something to somebody, I always use, I always use me as an example, y'all. If I was gonna do something for some, uh, I was gonna do something to somebody that violated me strong, right? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got a homeboy who got all the things that I need. To do what I want to do. Even though what I'm doing is wrong as hell. It's dirty as hell. And it's wicked as hell. 
and he noticed. And he continued giving me this and killing and destroying and killing lives and destroying lives. And they noticed. And they continued doing it. They bullets, my bullets are getting more low. Right? Then I call my home. Yeah. I need me smoke one so I go and kill these people, go and do what I gotta do. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And I continue killing children, continue killing women, continue killing men, continue blowing up their system, continue, continue, continue. Right? Then all of a sudden, I'm going to say, if you don't stop doing this, man, after I done killed five million people, if you don't stop doing this, man, I'm going to have to stop messing with you. So, when I, when, when right come to me for my wrong, right, when right come to me for my wrong, Should right, should right, should it come to the other person for their wrong involvement in that? Because the United States was involved in that. Killing people, destroying people. Now, it's not, it's not, you y'all got to realize this, fam, in out of other states and out of other countries. It's not, it's not. It, it, it's not, it's the 10% is doing it. The 10% is robbing us and ripping us. They are the ones that are doing it. The common man, the common woman, black, white, Chinese, corn, whatever, whatever, one, the ones that are living in America. We don't want to go, we're going to fall by the sword because they already got their bunkers and everything else. They already got their stuff set up underground. Got grocery stores, all entertainment, trains, and everything running underground while we sitting up here getting ready to get killed on a mess. And then this whole other world talking about America. America. No. Don't forget the children of God here. Don't forget the stolen people that have became in this land that been slaughtered, slaughtered in a mine is here. Some of us gonna go because the scripture's saying that. But when people coming out here and they doing everything else, because America don't care about nobody lying. Oh, they just casualty. So half of us gonna be casualties, y'all. Over there, John. You know, you can't keep doing evil and evil and evil and evil and the stuff can't come back on you. And everybody in this world want to sit up here and act like nothing ain't going to happen. Because y'all don't even realize this is what y'all don't, this is what the world don't really realize. Y'all think this right here that's going on in this world is 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 dazzle 
Y'all don't even know what they did to our forefathers. That's what you don't really know what they did and how malice that they did it. That's what y'all don't know. And when you don't know that, you assume a whole lot. We came over here on cargo slave ships. My forefather in the 1800s, 1600s, stolen property from the 1600s until now. From the 1600s until now, or the 1400s, because they got the Spanish. 14, 15, they, that's when they got the Spanish first, then we came behind since, since the 1400s until now, the genocide, the rape of mind, the rape of identity, and the rape, just slaughter and rape. And you think that's the icing on the cake? No, babe. It's a whole lot of cakes behind you before you even got to, before you even represent yours. I'm about to get on their ass this time. I'm about to get on their wrong. The police can kill a man on camera and get qualified immunity. And I'm tired of beefing with my own kind. I'm trying to find some unity. Tired of the foolery. The system abusing me. I got a ride with the tool of me. This shit ain't cool to me. But I'll be damned if I let you niggas make a fool of me. So I keep two on me. Uh, I done came a long way from the block with breakdowns. Finally opened my eyes when I had my daughter. Got tired of them shakedowns. The way I survived the game is still pain in my heart. I got a lot to say now. And I'ma show my whole ass on these motherfuckers. I ain't about to play around. Whatever happened to freedom of speech? Cause they telling niggas what to say now. When guilty ass don't wanna hear the truth, try to act defended, shit pitiful. If I was you, I'd be miserable. This war we fighting is spiritual. In other words, I'm doing God's work when I turn thoughts into artwork. My words fly like darts work, specifically designed to hit the target. They don't even wanna teach history the way it's meant to be because the shit is heartless. I might not change the world, but it's a chance I can spark the brain that's gonna get it started. Many die for me to walk like this, for me to talk like this, but the peace to Marcus. Got my eyes behind the scope, and I ain't taking number headshots. I got great aim, but my four five still came with a red dot. I got in this game, and I put this bitch in the headlock.
when you get home. Google it when you get home. Do a little bit of investigation. I thought that's what cops do, is they do investigations. They research things. You guys are going to have to start doing your jobs at some point. Your meat is going to be much harder to come by in the coming months. The WEF plan to eliminate beef production, remove farmers, is coming to fruition. Replacing wheat with bugs. So your flour that you're used to and your cooking ingredients may end up having bugs in it. Because, as the World Economic Forum says, they're more sustainable. Before you say that this is just a conspiracy theory, just visit the WEF's website. Do a cursory search. You don't even have to dive deep like we do. You can just do, like, surface stuff and do a search for bugs if you like you'll see tons of articles about the benefits of getting rid of meat and eating bugs like this one burgers bugs and the shift to a new way of eating so klaus schwab and his merry band of globalists have been laying the groundwork for eliminating meat for over a decade now and the plan is now coming together massive cyber attack has just hit the u.s and is growing and spreading rapidly experts reveal that they have never seen something of this magnitude that is hitting the u.s right now you won't believe where it is coming from. Information on who is claiming this attack against the United States. Uh, now, in addition to that, we are live. It is the middle of the day today. Let me know if you can hear me. And, uh, there has been initiated a massive cyber attack on the United States infrastructure. This is hitting all over the U.S. And they're saying it is developing and growing rapidly. Experts are saying they've never seen anything like this. And to clarify, today is December the 11th, 2023. It is a Monday. Now, where is this coming from? Chinese affiliated hacking groups. They have infiltrated the critical American infrastructures, including the Hawaii water utility system and at least one oil and gas pipeline, US officials have said. In addition to that, we're receiving word they're trying to take down the electrical grid of Texas. China's cyber army is invading critical US services. Uh, all this information coming out today in just the past couple hours as information's rolling out. This one coming out from Atlas News. Chinese military hackers are increasing their attacks against American infrastructures today. Uh, this coming out now, this all just coming out. Some of it in just the past hours, more information is being leaked on this. I'm going to get you guys caught up on the latest. And yes, this is coming from China. affiliated with China's People's Liberation Army have infiltrated critical services here in the U.S. Watch out. China's cyber army is on the attack. China's cyber army is invading critical U.S. services, cause societal chaos inside the United States to affect our decision making around a crisis. Attack ports, attack water supply, attack energy supplies. So in short, China's preparing for war with the United States. China affiliated hackers hit critical U.S. infrastructure, computer systems for water, power, communications and transportation transportation bodies they have been affected this just coming out today now this comes as yesterday i share with you the breaking news live as soon as it came out china's cyber army is invading critical u.s services a utility in hawaii a west coast port and a pipeline are among the victims in the past year but this all intensifying and coming out just yesterday that this is going to be increasing because take a look at this coming out today the big one preparing for a long war with china january and february 2024 they're saying that 2024 looks like it is going to be the year of war. The United States, China, Israel, Hamas, Ukraine, Russia. Things are intensifying, and I'm going to be sharing with you the latest so you know exactly what's going on. So we're going to be taking a look at video footage and articles that have come out. 
The FBI has just issued a public safety warning in the past 24 hours for the holidays in the United States to be on the lookout. Be careful. Please avoid large crowds. They're saying that there is a heightened alert like we've never seen for a potential attack. And also, in addition to that, information coming out, literally reading in the title, terrifying cyber attacks on critical infrastructures have arrived in the United States. Experts saying America is not ready. Now, I know that this is not the information that anybody wants to hear, but I like to make sure that people have the information. Knowledge is power, and us knowing this is taking place is half of the battle. We can prepare and not be caught off guard. Um, and if you appreciate that, do me a quick favor, smash it. So that these cyber attacks that are being claimed by China, they're also wanting to hit social media platforms. So I wanted to mention very quickly before we dive into the information that if they hit these platforms, I will be I will no longer be able to post for you guys. I could potentially lose access to you. So just today, just a little while ago, I created a um, a newsletter. Uh, I've created an opt-in. You just put in your email, your name and your email. I'm not super sophisticated, but I've added it. It is at www.steveramnews.com. I'll put a link to it. It's in the description as well. So that way, if these platforms go off, we can still keep updates via email. Um, and that's all it is. Name and email, nothing crazy. And all it is is if these go offline, we're going to be able to keep people up to date. So if you'd like to stay up to date, even off of social media networks, um, be able to know what's going on. We can communicate. Please do that because I think it is very important with the warnings coming out that people stay informed and we do not lose communication. Communications is one of the things that we heard could be hit. So again, the, that there is a radical Islamic leader, Muslim leader, uh, that is believed to have inspired the London attacks. He is currently calling for Muslims inside of the United States that are here already to awaken and to attack the United States. Uh, I'm going to be sharing with you the latest. I just reported this to you as it came out yesterday evening. Now more information coming out. Now, in addition to that, this comes as we've already received word from the FBI that says uh, that the Israel-Hamas war has raised the potential for attacks against the United States. I shared with you those warnings from the FBI saying that there are sleeper cells within the United States in various cities across the nation. I shared with you the list that we received of different ones. Top Hamas officials also reportedly calling for attacks against Americans. The risk of a terrorist attack today is higher than it has been any time since September 11th. It's about time the Muslims, especially the youth, in the West, it's time for them to understand that the Kafir West, particularly the U.S., are enemies of Muslims. Just in the past 48 hours, we've heard that there are new calls for attacks against the United States. As Hamas leaders are saying that the United States is the enemy and needs to be dealt with. This coming as well as in the past 48 hours, we've heard that radical Muslim leaders living in the U.S. are calling upon Muslim youth that also live in the United States to raise up and attack the U.S., saying that the version of Islam that they practice is what they called a watered-down American Zionistic version that does not embrace the fundamental doctrines of holy war that need to take place in the United States. Now, let me know your thoughts. I'm going to be sharing with you the during Congress saying the threat, it is at a heightened level unlike anything we have ever seen because they are already here. They've already crossed into the southern border and they are ready waiting to attack. So I'm going to share with you the video that the Biden administration is getting ready to abandon Israel in their efforts with the war in Gaza against Hamas. Now, this, like I said, 
said just coming out today, and this is coming as we've heard that the Israel-Hamas war, the combat, has resumed in Gaza as Israel accuses the Palestinian group of violating the ceasefire and the war is now continuing on. Now, as this is taking place, the U.S. warns Israel to fight in a more targeted way in Gaza, officials have said, and as I mentioned, now experts warning today uh, that they're saying that this that there could potentially be an end of the ties between the U.S. and Israel in their support for what is ongoing. And this coming, as we've been hearing in the past 48 hours, the last two days, articles coming out like this, Biden navigates division over Gaza inside of the White House and beyond. The president is facing deep anger over his solidarity with Israel among supporters and even amongst his own staff as he is getting pushback from members of Congress. And take a look at this, White House grapples with internal divisions over Israel and Gaza, the Hamas attacks and Israel's reaction have roiled the Biden team like no other issue during his presidency. And now today we're getting word from experts that this could be the end of ties with the U.S. supporting Israel in their battle. And articles coming out like this as well. Will Biden's handling of the Israel-Hamas war turn off young and Muslim voters in 2024? As they're also saying... Elections are right around the corner, and the Biden administration might be concerned about the support that they could get in elections. All of this coming out in the past couple days. This one coming out regarding this update, I'm going to be sharing with you as the concerns of us abandoning Israel coming out just today. Um, and the rest of these articles coming out as this has been boiling, starting to increase in the past 48 hours. So I'm going to get you caught up on the deliberate uh, as they can be in the prosecution of their military operations. You can't. The United States is at the forefront of this. That was NSC spokesman John Kirby in one of the greatest feats of gaslighting I have literally ever seen. Positioning the U.S. as a great humanitarian savior, even as our bombs are being dropped on thousands of Palestinian babies. We are aiding and abetting a medieval siege, the worst massacre of civilians in modern history, the mass displacement of nearly the entire population of Gaza, what Nick Kristoff is now calling Rwanda-level atrocities, and still have the gall to posture like we are humanity's last best hope. It is literally unreal, as in thoroughly disconnected from reality. If I spent the entire day I could not possibly untangle all of the twisted delusions and outright lies that the U.S. has pushed in order to justify the unjustifiable and in order to wash the Biden administration's hands of the blood being spilled and chaos being sowed in Gaza and more broadly in the Middle East. But I wanted to spend a little bit of time today tackling some of the greatest absurdities being peddled from the White House and State Department podiums, taking apart the elaborate fairy tale that Biden and co. must push lest they just admit that they are dedicated to helping Israel commit war crimes. So let's start with Mr. Kirby here. He says to name one nation that is doing as much as the U.S. to alleviate the pain and suffering of the people of Gaza. As a starting point, how about literally every other member of the U.N. Security Council, all of whom voted for an immediate ceasefire and release of all hostages, save for the U.K., which abstained? The U.S. vetoed that resolution, making clear that our supposed concern for the hostages is just an empty pack of lies, and our alleged concern for civilians is even more of a cruel joke. More to the point, it is the height of insanity to claim you are the humanitarian savior of Palestinians for giving a little perfunctory lip service to concerns for civilians and sending in a few aid trucks while your State Department is working feverishly to ship as many weapons and munitions as possible as fast as you can, knowing that these weapons are being used overwhelmingly to massacre Palestinian civilians. Moving on. 
How about we check in with the State Department? Their spokesman, Matthew Miller, is doing his absolute best to pretend that life for Palestinians in Gaza is anything but absolute hell on earth. Fresh off being rebuked as irresponsible by the IDF for suggesting that Hamas was not releasing hostages because they had been raped, Matthew Miller decided to give the residents of Gaza a little advice on how they could keep themselves and their families safe. Miller's guidance, just go to the UN designated sites. So where should people go? People what should, should go. be the end? So, so let's take it one question at a time before like you okay. ask a question, let me answer. Sure. People should go to the UN designated sites where that are on Israeli lists as deconfliction zones that should not be the target of military campaigns. Now, listen to a UNICEF official on that very same day in response to a similar question about where people should go to be safe. There is nowhere safe. This place is not safe. Under that table is not safe. Children in that hospital is not safe. There are no bunkers here. That would offer a, a modicum of, of safety. It doesn't exist. Nowhere is safe. Matthew Miller's fantasy in which UN flag facilities offer some sort of safe harbor was also just rebuked by the Secretary General of the UN itself, who wrote in a statement, quote, the people of Gaza are being told to move like human pinballs, ricocheting between ever smaller slivers of the South without any of the basics for survival. But nowhere in Gaza is safe. At least 88 UN Relief and Works Agency for Palestine refugees in the Near East shelters have been hit, killing over 270 people and injuring over 900. In another exchange, Miller was confronted with the actual horrors that our government is standing firmly behind, and it gets a little uncomfortable for him. This fairy tale of safe zones and humanitarian assistance collapsing, he reaches for the only other option, pleading ignorance. Uh, there was a report that uh, Israel's assault forced the nurse to leave babies behind. Uh, they were found decomposing. Uh, are you aware of the story? I am aware of that report, okay. Saeed. And do, you, do you take it uh, as it happened, or if it did happen, is that a war crime? Said, I would say that is a tragedy. Um, okay. It's a tragedy for those babies. Right. It's a tragedy for their family members. Yeah. It's a tragedy for the Palestinian people, and it is a tragedy for the world. It is why we have made clear that far too many Palestinians have been killed in, in this conflict, and that, of course, includes far too many Palestinian children and, of course, Palestinian babies. And it is why we have taken every measure we could to speak loudly and clearly to the government of Israel, that it needs to do everything it can to minimize civilian harm. And it's why we have worked to try and move humanitarian assistance in. And it is also why I will say we have said that Hamas should stop hiding its fighters well, in hospitals. I'm, I'm so, about so this particular incident. It gets to the, the very difficult nature of this war right. um, and the immense human tragedy um, that has been inflicted on far too many people. But if it happened, it's not a war crime, or is it a war crime? So, so I'm never going to be able to make an assessment here. You saw us today make a conclusion about war crimes after a very deliberate fact-finding right. process where we then apply the fact of the law. It's not something I can do responding so, to so a report. They from, from, just, just, just please let me finish my answers before you interrupt. I will take all of your questions. It is not something I can do responding to a report from the podium. Amazingly, on that very same day that Miller pled ignorance, the State Department did miraculously remember what war crimes actually are, sending out this tweet announcing they had determined the Sudanese armed forces had committed war crimes and ethnic cleansing in Sudan. Wow, perhaps they can use these new powers to figure out the immensely complicated riddle of whether premature babies in the NICU are legitimate military targets. Now, to complete our partial exploration of U.S. Fairy tales. I think you'll agree with me. It's purposely massacring civilians. It's starving the population. It's talking about its leaders talk about the Palestinians in the most revolting ways. They should be buried alive. They're subhuman. 
which should turn their capital city into a soccer field. It engages in the public humiliation by stripping down to underwear uh, of its male uh, citizens, which it falsely claimed were uh, captured uh, soldiers. Is the United States complicit in all this, Colonel? Absolutely. And by the way, I don't think that was a slip of your tongue. You actually said what probably one of them said, but Jerusalem is the capital of the of the state of Palestine. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Israelis are self practicing self immolation there. Um, it, this is, as I said, this is just insanity. Um, the only the only thing we need to be doing right now is clamping down on this government so hard that it is forced to abdicate, as it were. And I don't care if it's still Likud that's in charge, but it needs to be some different Likudniks. And it needs to be some Likudniks who have been given a heavy, heavy lecture by America. And that lecture needs to include, you are going to jeopardize the security of your state if you don't stop what you're doing and come back to some sort of reasonable process towards a two-state solution You've proved you can't have a one-state solution. I loved it when Netanyahu came out and tried to explain in English, of course, because he's always speaking to an English audience, really. He tried to explain how the Arab citizens in Israel are treated well. They're not. They're fourth-class citizens at best. Ask Gideon Levy from Haaretz about that. Um, Ask any of them about that if they told you the truth. Latest estimates say that Israel's bombardment of Gaza has destroyed or severely damaged 60 to 70 percent of buildings and homes in northern Gaza and now many more in southern Gaza. And the terrifying toll of innocent death continues to rise with at least 10,000 children killed, according to Euro Mediterranean Human Rights Monitor, and many thousands more injured and maimed and forced to undergo operations without anesthetics. I'm comforting too many constituents of Leicester East who've lost family members and loved ones under the rubble. I've received over 6,400 constituent correspondents calling for a ceasefire. The toll from bombs and missiles is appalling. But the desperate crisis of starvation and disease is set to be even worse. Yet today, The Israeli government has blamed the United Nations for not doing enough to deliver aid to the people of Gaza, claiming with unabashed arrogance the aid is there and the people need it. The UN has pointed out in response that aid at the border is held up by Israeli checks and UN staff are unable to get aid to the people or even get to the Rafah crossing because of the intensity of the hostilities. The UN has already lost more than 150 of its people to Israeli bombs and shells and is short of trucks to carry supplies because so many have been destroyed. It added that even if aid could travel freely, Israel's government are only allowing about a fifth per day of what Gaza needs, intensifying the suffering and starvation and the diseases that result. We saw last week the Israeli government plant Israel's flags in the middle of flattened residential districts, suggesting its aims in Gaza go further than simply destroying Hamas. We are hearing Israeli government ministers mockingly call this horror 
2023 and even suggested dropping a nuclear bomb on Gaza. While Israeli government departments are discussing plans for pushing Gazans into a tent city into the Sinai Egyptian desert, yet our government continues to describe this unrestrained assault and siege as Israel's right to defend itself, even in its response to this petition we are discussing today. Last week we saw the shameful spectacle of the UK being the only member of the UN Security Council to abstain on the Council's motion for a ceasefire in Gaza. The scale of bombardment of Gaza and loss of civilian life requires immediate action and I'll not be an accomplice. Collective punishment is a war crime. Forcible transfer is a war crime. Denying food, water and electricity are war crimes. The bombing of refugee camps, schools and hospitals are war crimes. Consequently, I have signed a petition along with other parliamentarians worldwide and civil society to the International Criminal Court to investigate and prosecute war crimes by Israel. The International Initiative Justice for Gaza calls on the International Criminal Court to investigate and prosecute the Israeli government for crimes of genocide, crimes against humanity and war crimes. The question would be, why is the government not even participating in the collective call for evidence issued by the International Criminal Court Prosecutor's Office? The UK can no longer sit on its hands while Gaza is starved, massacred and bombed if it wishes to count itself a civilized nation. The atrocities that happened in Israel on October the 7th and Israel's trauma cannot be a free pass to indiscriminately kill and bomb innocent civilians in Gaza. How many more must die? I am asking the government to advise in detail what concrete steps it is taking to bring about an urgent end to hostilities. What does it know about Israel's ultimate goals in Gaza? And in particular, what steps is it taking to pressure the Israeli government to stop bombing civilians and destroying vital civilian infrastructure? What is it doing to call for a permanent and lasting ceasefire? Just saying government is calling on Israel to minimize casualties simply will not wash when it is clear to all that there is no restraint and that many thousands more will die if things continue as they are like my hard-earned tax-paying dollars back now because I just watched you give $10 billion to a country that has free health care and free education. And we can't even do that over here? If they can afford free health care and free education, I would say they can afford their own war crimes. Damn, that was strong. It is true that uh, we are giving tons of money to Israel, $14 billion, actually, not 10. Uh, and that's on top of the billions we give them every single year. It is true that they are using it to drop bombs in the middle of residential cities. It is true that Israel does have free health care and we don't. We keep giving aid to countries, number one, that commit war crimes, and number two, economic models that are way better than ours and take care of their citizens better than we do. Whenever there's money for war, everything's good and all the politicians say, yeah, of course we got plenty of money. The minute we ask for money for the average American, they go, ran out. Just ran out. Gave it all to the guys dropping bombs. You said the phrase from the river to the sea has been so controversial in the U.S. Today, the, the son of the prime minister, Netanyahu's son, put it on his social media, from the river to the sea. How can you explain that? And he said, this is the Israeli flag, from the river to the sea. 
So would you condemn him? You're asking me to speak for the Prime Minister's son. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. But I'm asking you to comment on this phrase that should be condemned equally. Who says that whoever using it is called anti-Semitic. So now it's the Prime Minister's son who's using it. Is this anti-Semitic? I haven't seen that happen. I'm not going to speak for the Prime Minister's son and his social media account. I think you can understand why I wouldn't do that. But look, and Karina's talked about this. The, that phrase has a certain connotation, uh, which is anti-Semitic. And if you look at... Uh, that the connotation is anti-Semitic. If you look at it, and I've got it here, I won't read it to you, but I've got the 2017 Hamas manifesto, the one that's so-called softer than the one they wrote in 1988, and it basically says, river to the sea. Hospital. Um, this was reporting uh, from Clarissa Ward, who got access to southern Gaza, remember, and she's in a hospital that was uh, set up, uh, a field hospital. So just set up on the fly and arguably one of the last hospitals that's still operating and still taking civilians coming in with injuries. Take a look. In every bed, another gut punch. Less than two years old, Amir still doesn't know that his parents and siblings were killed in the strike that disfigured him. Yesterday, he saw a nurse that looked like his father. His aunt, Nahaya, tells us he kept screaming, Dad, Dad, Dad. Amir is still too young to comprehend the horror all around him. But 20-year-old Lama understands it all too well. Ten weeks ago, she was studying engineering at university and helping to plan her sister's wedding. Today, she is recovering from the amputation of her right leg. Her family followed Israeli military orders and fled from the north to the south. But the house where they were seeking shelter was hit in a strike. The world isn't listening to us, she says. Nobody cares about us. We have been dying for over 60 days, dying from the bombing, and nobody did anything. There, they did as they were told. They fled northern Gaza, and they were bombed in southern Gaza. Um, it is chilling. I'm glad CNN's actually doing some hospital. Yeah. So first, credit to Clarissa Ward and CNN. Terrific report. And for every kid you see there uh, with their face mangled and the dismembered in, in some cases and, and their parents lost, etc. Understand that there's 18,000 more like that. So uh, Benjamin Netanyahu is one of the biggest war criminals of my lifetime. The fact that my money goes to help him commit war crimes uh, keeps me up at night. It should keep us all up at night. Now, finally, Joe Biden is concerned and telling people the only place he goes, which is uh, fundraisers, um, that he he's worried about the indiscriminate killing of civilians. Well, if you're worried about it, brother, you have a funny way of showing it, because all he's ever done is greenlight uh, Israel's massacres. Those are solid facts. So now they do this absurd thing that Franny mentioned there. They're saying, no, 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 I know it doesn't look like we're uh, stopping Israel at all, but we're doing quiet diplomacy. Yeah, it's so quiet, no one can hear you. Uh, there was a ceasefire resolution in the UN, we vetoed it. Everybody else was on board. We're like, no, no ceasefire, keep killing Palestinians, keep murdering their babies. That's what Joe Biden's administration is saying. Not only that, they're saying we wanna spend another $14 billion. Another $14 billion of your taxpayer money to murder those kids. 
then they say no conditions at all. Israel can do anything it wants with the bombs and with the money. Okay, so where's the quiet diplomacy part? Where's the part <laughs> where you're checking them? You're not checking them at all. You're just doing that for marketing purposes. You know why Biden all of a sudden cares about marketing? Because he's losing Michigan by 10 points. All of a sudden, Joe Biden has found a conscience or pretending to find a conscience so he can say, oh, oh, you should see what I'm doing behind the scenes, man. I mean, it looks like I'm greenlighting everything publicly and I'm trying to send them more money for more massacres with no conditions at all. But trust me, I'm doing diplomacy behind the scenes. No, I don't trust you at all. And at this point, I think you're a monster. Study the Bible so I know it well. Yeah, can't let nobody make myself a cell. Can't even lie, yeah, I still struggle, but I know myself. I fear God, I told him I don't want to go to hell. Pray for the sermon, I'll be asking what's the gift in me. Must be this music, cause the world think I'm so sick with it. I switch my style, some people love it, some trying to get with it. I think what matters most is I'm living out what's God written. I make mistakes, but I embrace them, I'm still human. I'm still human. I escape from that place that made me feel ruined. So every day I still chase what I think I'm losing. And pray to God in the end that I don't look stupid. Why do I feel I'm unable, double-minded, I'm unstable? Wanna put all me on the table so God can make me an angel. Was living life like Cain, cause I was jealous of Abel. God told me, look up, child, I just wanna save you. I need to hear your voice in life so I could get through this. For you, I shoot for the stars every time and I don't miss. Every time I drop a hit, I still don't feel the bliss. And deep down, I know it's only cause I'm still living in sin. You transform my pen, they laughed at me, now I'm laughing with them. Transform my gifts so now I can't even rap with them. I need to use my talents cause the devil be distracting them.